Welcome to the Western North Carolina Wrestling Podcast. Our goal is to promote wrestling in the area and tell our stories. I'm your host, Bob Jackson. That intro is Lunatic Fringe by Red Rider and, of course, from the movie Vision Quest. I'd like to kick off our first episode by talking wrestling and movies and books. If you're involved with wrestling, you've most likely seen the movie Vision Quest. But did you know it was first a book by the same name by Terry Davis? You can buy it on Amazon for about $9. It's an amazing read, but I will tell you it has a different ending than the movie. Former wrestler and world-famous author John Irving said Davis's book is the truest novel about growing up since Catcher in the Rye. John Irving's books often touched on wrestling, including a large part of The World According to Garp and The 158-Pound Marriage. Now, as good as a wrestling movie that Vision Quest is, it's not even close to being my favorite wrestling movie. That goes to the 1979 classic, Takedown. Wrestling fans, do yourself a favor. Open up YouTube on your computers, type in Takedown Movie 1979, and you're in for a two-hour treat. But now, it's my pleasure to introduce our first guest on our podcast, a Western North Carolina wrestling legend, Mark Harris. Mark was a two-time North Carolina high school state champion for Inca back in 1989 and 1990, a four-year wrestler at NC State University. And I'm going to just list a few of his many coaching accomplishments from his six years at Fucre Varina and 17 years at Inca High School. He has 504 total dual wins, has coached seven state champions who have won a total of 11 titles, and five team state titles. Mark, thank you for being our first guest. Bob, thanks for doing this project. I'm just as excited, I think, as you are to get wrestling out there uh, in, the, in the world and let, let, our, uh, let our, our sport get the attention and the promotion it needs. Well, great. So the, the first question I'm going to ask every guest through this whole season, it's one I'm really interested in answers to, is um, why, how, and when did you first get started in wrestling? Well, my, my wrestling genesis begins trying out for basketball unsuccessfully. And um, I was in eighth grade in 1986 at Inca Middle School and like every other kid wanted to play basketball and for some reason our basketball coach didn't recognize the potential of a <laughs> five foot three, 85 pound kid and um, once I got cut I quickly learned they were starting a middle school program and it was the first ever middle school team uh, at Inca Middle. In fact Inca Middle was in its very first year of existence. They had just built the new high school um, over, over in um, where, where it sits now. And so uh, I went out for the wrestling team, and it was love at first sight. I absolutely fell in love with the sport, couldn't get enough of it, and gosh, we're 30-plus years later, and I still feel the <laughs> same way. Um, so uh, I think probably the greatest favor that anyone ever did to me was to cut me from that basketball team uh, when I was in eighth grade. Hi, right, Mark. We're about a month and a half away from the, the season, so I'm interested to hear about uh, your outlook on the 2019-2020 Inca Jets. We are really excited about this team and what its potential is. So we return 11 starters with varsity experience, 
And um, so we had three seniors who graduated last year that were in our starting lineup. So we have 11 back. We, one of our backups last year, uh, Luke Arts, was within a point or two in every wrestle off he had with Garrett Pugh, who was a state qualifier. You know, so um, here's another guy that's hopefully going to find a place in the lineup this year. We've got a good group of lightweights coming in from the middle school, which is where we're uh, going to be putting new kids in. Um, just a lot of great things for us kind of happening at the same time. Uh, and as far as you know, developing our young guys, we're going we're gonna to have a couple of guys up top that we're going to need to develop and a couple of guys down low. But we have just a tremendous staff, and we just picked up um, Austin Reese, who has head coaching experience in high school. He's a former college wrestler. Uh, we also have a guy named Rhett Hoy. He was a state champion for Hendersonville High, also a college wrestler. He's going to be working with our heavyweights this year full-time. And, you know, we've just got a lot of resources, and we've got the kids, I think, that can, um, that can do some special stuff this year. Tell me about um, one or two of the kids that, that we should keep an eye on. Well, there's, there's several. Um, you know, I'll, I'll go, I'll start with our senior class. So Corbin Dion finished third in the state last year. Uh, in my opinion, I think he was the second best kid at the weight, just on the wrong side of the bracket. You know how that goes. But uh, Corbin definitely will be in you know, the conversation um, to be gunning for a state title this year. Uh, we have two kids in our upper weights, Garrett Pugh and Eli Vassy. They'll be seniors this year. They're returning state qualifiers. We definitely expect big things from those guys. Uh, Pugh was in the blood round at states last year, one match from Placen. And um, you know, Bassey dropped, he dropped, uh, uh, knocked off a regional champ first round of states last year. Clearly, he can go with just about anybody. And then uh, behind them are a group of juniors and sophomores who I think can make the transition from qualifying to state or even going to all state. They're really good. They've worked hard. They went to camps all summer. You know, they're. They're, they're already getting on the mats uh, preseason to, to get to get ready and uh, these guys are these guys are hungry it's going to be a fun year uh, Mark I know you're a coach that stays up on the cutting edge of, of um, things that are going on in, in our sport uh, what are some of the more creative ways you have seen or you have implemented to promote wrestling um, and create more interest in wrestling yeah thanks um, yeah we do um, we do really try not to get into the, the, the routine of doing the same thing the same way over and over again. It just just kind of gets old after a while. I, I travel every year. I go to the National Wrestling Coaches Association's convention and listen to um, you know presenters and experts in not just in wrestling but in everything from you know uh, sports psychology to diet nutrition to strength training and you know i take a lot of those ideas and bring them back with me so uh you know right now this year alone here's some things we're doing i think that might put us in the more unique category compared to most high school programs and um one we're going to be using what's called mindset training uh there's a company uh, run by the zanetti brothers who wrestled one one brother was at pitt uh, both were college wrestlers, and they are they will come in and do a whole mindset training program with your team. So we'll be doing um, eight Skyped sessions with a mindset coach. These guys will be completing um, 
notebooks through the season, basically a program that teaches them to have the predator mindset, how to manage their um, you know, their, their pre and post match routine, how to manage their training, how to get ready for the postseason. You know, it's a, it's a really neat program. So we're going to be doing that this year for the first time. Um, another thing we do, which is unique, is we have really tried to connect our team with the community and particularly with wrestling alumni who came through this program. So every home match, we have an honorary coach, and that honorary coach joins us for the night. They sit on the bench with us. They talk to the team before the match. You know, we uh, we recognize them. And, you know, this is another idea I picked up at the convention, uh, which came, from, I think, from UNC's volleyball program. But basically bringing, I've had elected officials like school board members and um, state house reps and, you know, um, distinguished alumni and former coaches and they come in and our kids get to know them and it's just been a, a great program and we'll, we'll continue that this year. Um, we also really, we from kind of the early days, we've utilized social media a lot to, to promote and also to recognize and to just talk about the things that our program's doing and not just, not just the wins and losses, you know, it's the kids that make the A honor roll, it's the uh, we do we do a photo shoot every Christmas with Santa who comes in. And just, you know, we do some fun stuff that, you know, is a way for our fans to connect with us in more ways than just watching wrestling or seeing box scores and, you know, that type of thing. And then I guess last but not least, we really focus on running quality events and then traveling to quality events in all kinds of crazy places. So this year we're going to take a trip to Grundy, Virginia in late December. That's in the middle of nowhere, but it's it's wrestling history speaks for itself. As you know, uh, I've taken the kids down to Birmingham. We went to Vestavia Hills a couple of years ago, and uh, we go, you know, we, we spend some time in some new states, and we try to see some, some different wrestling. That helps us too. And then uh, here we run... We run great tournaments, not just the competition, but we try to be the best organized. And um, this year, we're going to be doing all of our scoring live. We'll have television screens as monitors, and you know, we're we're always kind of looking to stay on the cutting edge of, of running events. Hi, Mark. Beyond the high school season, it's an exciting year for wrestling. We have uh, the NCAA championship tournament being held in a football. Um, dome in Minneapolis and uh, the 2020 Olympics are drawing near. What are you most excited for? I'm definitely excited about those two things. I've got my tickets for Minneapolis and I think it's exciting that they're going to um, they're going to use the dome as a way to try to increase the the fan base at the Nationals, which is a tremendous spectator event. And there was a problem last year for those who went to Pittsburgh. There's a shortage of seats. I think their ticket requests were sold out way before the event. So I hope that uh, hope this works. And uh, there's plenty of seating at the at the dome. And you know we'll see uh, we'll see how that goes. And uh, the Olympic year is always exciting. And the trials have been exciting for sure. So can't wait to see that develop further. And uh, another thing I'm excited about is just the explosion of women's wrestling at the high school level, at the collegiate level. North Carolina had its first Opens Women Championship last year in February, and I really feel like that event's going to grow tremendously in the upcoming year. So, yeah, plenty, plenty to be excited about for a wrestling fan. Another fun fact is wrestling has reversed. We had a seven-year 
participation decrease at the high school level for boys that was reversed a year ago. And this year we again had an uptick in the number of boys nationwide that are wrestling. That's a really good trend because overall sports participation is down nationwide for various reasons. Football has really taken a hit, you know, with the uh, post-concussion awareness uh, situation that, that I think has had a negative impact on, on several sports. But for wrestling to see us growing right now when the trends are going in the opposite direction for other sports nationally is a good sign for the health of our sport. Mark, my last question for you. What are some of the greatest lessons you've learned from all your years on the mat? Wrestling has defined my, my whole life. I mean, obviously I'm a wrestling coach, so it's determined my career path. But beyond that, at a very early age, this sport attracted me because what you put in is what you get out. So if you want to get better at wrestling, you work hard and you can see those gains. And I have just applied that to everything I've ever done, whether it's my you know, my career or my my fitness, like as an adult doing, you know, marathons and road races and things like that. And just the idea of you know, what you put in is what you get out. Uh, wrestling's made me tough. I mean, I think I'm tough, but in terms of being able to endure life's stresses and, you know, the challenges that come your way, whether it's, you know, physical uh, challenges, maybe if, you know, we're out late night with the team, got to get up early the next morning and, you know, be at your best. I just feel like there's nothing that I haven't been prepared for in my adult life that wrestling didn't somehow give me just the inner strength to manage and the confidence to manage. And you could probably appreciate that when you've, when you've had to cut weight, you know, as I did in high school and college, you get the feeling like if, if I can do this and still compete at a high level, I can do anything. And, you know, I always sometimes um, when life gets life gets demanding or going through those challenges, I'm always like, man, I can eat. This is, I got it made right now. And, um, and I guess those things, those two things, just that, conf that self-confidence and just the mentality of always working to improve and understanding that any work you put in will pay you back at some point. Well, Mark, thanks so much for being our first guest, and I wish you the best of luck this season. It's now time for our overtime segment, featuring two old washed-up wrestlers debating current topics in wrestling. Myself and Dan Onata will kick it off with a debate on the push-out and singlets. Ah, Dan, on the whistle, give us your take on the push-out. Bob, this step-out rule is really important. We have to catch up in the rest of the world. It's not just a, a rule, it's a technique. Our national teams must prepare for this technique when they face other world opponents. And now's the time to start. Start with middle school, high school, and collegiate wrestling. Dan, I, I admit, back when Freestyle and Greco first added this rule, I was a huge supporter of it and thought we should bring it to folk style. But now I say no way. Listen, in a perfect world, I think it would work, but instead I see coaches and wrestlers gamemanship in it. Um, I see unintended consequences to it. I just see it go in a direction it's not intended to go. And most of all, I don't want to see sumo. I don't want to see push fests. Um, I say no way. Bob, we got to implement this rule. How we do it? With each wrestler the most equal in overtime period. This will stop a lot of the second and third period overtime wrestling where there's an advantage and a disadvantage position. 
speed up the matches. The time is now. Dan, excellent point about overtime and it being equal. However, I do not like when overtime rule changes from overtime to what it was in regulation. Again, I'm just going to say I don't want to watch sumo. My thought is have referees call more flea in the mat. We now move to the sudden victory overtime period on singlets. Dan, are you ready? Hey, Bob, I'm a traditionalist. I love the older uniforms. There's less time for most wrestlers to get their hands caught up and feet caught up in and cause injuries. And the expense of these new uniforms is getting out of sight. You know, I know one of the biggest arguments about this is that kids don't want to wear singlets. And, try, and they're going to get more kids come out if they have special uniforms. But if that's the case then maybe these kids shouldn't come up for wrestling at all. All right, listen, Dan, I'm, I'm not buying into the it's the tradition of our sport argument. Our uniforms have gone through many changes over the years, from no shirts um, to full tights, trunks, and tanks. Most importantly, if a shirt and a short are going to get more youth wrestlers involved and get us more positive talk from outside our wrestling community, then it's simple. Just get rid of the singlets. All right, thanks for listening, and check us out on Facebook, uh, Facebook slash WNC Wrestling. Hey, Bob, keep this in mind. If it wasn't for Venetian blinds, it'd be curtains for all of us.